Hello, iTrack Bytes family, and welcome to another episode of the Member Spotlight series, where I get to interview different members on their weight loss journeys. Today's episode features Monica, who shares with us how her journey is going. Spoiler alert, she has lost over 40 pounds. Let's get this episode started. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm so excited that you're here tonight. Thank you for accepting and joining. Yes, I'm excited to be here. I've been so excited all day long. <laughs> that is awesome. No, um, welcome, welcome. Without further ado, let's go ahead and talk. Um, who are you? What's your name? Give us a little bit of details about you. Yeah, so um, my name is Monica, and I currently live in Colorado. I moved here because I'm an account manager for a tech company. Um, we work in like the college media space, but I'm a Texas girl, born and raised, so my heart is going out to everyone there. Right now, my parents have been without power for like almost 24 hours, That's so crazy. it's very, very sad. They're not used to that weather, but, um, but you know, I just, I've been really trying to get myself together on my wellness journey and kind of like a little bit of a background. I feel like I've been struggling with my weight or been aware of my weight since I was younger. So for me, it actually started in elementary school. I actually ended up posting about this on my Instagram today and I wasn't thinking about it, but in second grade, there were a group of kids who used to say, oh, you need to go to Subway and eat a Subway sandwich and drink a Diet Coke to lose weight. And so I posted today, well, the joke's on them. I've lost 43 pounds, haven't eaten Subway in two years, and Diet Coke's my favorite drink. So thank you. But that kind of started my my journey of saying, okay, I don't necessarily look like the other kids. I'm a little bit bigger. It's a little bit of a struggle. And then moving into third grade, they had us do a project where everyone had to put their weight like on the wall. And we were going to like compare how much everyone weighed. And I just remember that my number was bigger than everyone else's. And so I was like, I don't want to put this up there. Why are we doing? Yeah, that's weird. third grade grade. but um those things just kind of stuck with me and as I started going on and it wasn't like I wasn't an athletic child I did competitive cheerleading I played soccer I did theater I did dance so I was always moving but I was always heavier than everyone else so I really started to think about how do I start to lose this weight for me you know I've tried everything from you know the shakes the pills Mm -hmm. the wraps the or the Nutrisystem meals yeah. that taste like cardboard. And, you know, I would always lose a few pounds here and there. I would always feel motivated. And then I would just stop. I'd lose like 20 pounds and that was it. And so the numbers on the scale just kept climbing and my self-confidence, you know, it kept going down. And it wasn't until, so this is kind of my triggering moment. It wasn't until March of 2019, my aunt, my mom's sister, um, was diagnosed with stage four lung and liver cancer. Never smoked a day in her life, nothing like that. And it was really shocking to us. And so we took care of her. I called her my twin. You know, we did everything together. And um, ultimately, six months later, she lost that battle um, of cancer and we lost her. And it was right around the time when I was moving to Colorado. Yeah. And so I said, Monica, if you're going to do this at any time, now is the time. You're moving. It's time for a fresh start. Fresh start. And I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, if she was a little bit healthier, her body maybe would have been able to fight a little bit longer. Everyone in my family is obese. And so, you know, it's, it's a hard battle to, to fight. Yeah. So, you know, I had always done a wellness journey with my family every year. You know, when you do your New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah. New Year's resolution. Yeah, it's like, okay, guys. As we're in this together, we're all going to lose weight. And it all would all fall apart in February. And so I told myself, what if this time I do it for me? 
I don't do it for them. I don't do it for the yeah. group. I do it for me. And I start losing weight and I start making the changes, then they're going to want to do it too. And that's exactly what happened. I started losing weight. My parents joined the old program that I was on and they started losing weight. My uncle and my sister, and we all kind of started doing yeah. this together. But I still had that mindset of like, but you're doing it for you, not for them. Yeah. And I realized that this time around, the thing that stuck is that I wanted it for myself. And I was so busy trying to bring everyone along with me on the ride beforehand that I was losing my why along the way. And so my mom always says, when your why becomes bigger than your why not, then you'll succeed at anything. And so I just really started to kind of do that on my journey. And now we're all kind of on our own wellness journey, but encouraging each other together. So it's kind of been fun. And then, um, you know, I was like, let me start a, you know, a wellness Instagram. Let's see how yeah. this will go. Because I was afraid to post on my personal Instagram. I'm like, I don't want my friends to see me in my sports bra and leggings working out or saying, oh, I've lost this much weight because they're going to say, well, where did you start at? So yeah. no, exactly. it, it's so hard, but I figured, you know, if, if I was finding encouragement from other people's communities, why not build my own? And I kept putting it off. I kept putting it off. And then my personal Instagram got hacked. And I was like, Monica, this is not a sign for you to start that wellness Instagram. You better do it now. And so, um, you know, I started my wellness Instagram. And honestly, I will say that the, one of the reasons why I've been so successful this time around is because the community is so awesome. Yeah so awesome to just see other people who are struggling on their bad days and, you know, kicking it into gear on their good days. And so I, I love that. Now I have people reach out to me and say, well, girl, you're doing it. I can yeah. do it too. And it just, that's a really big story from, I mean, from the beginning. So let's, let's back it up to, okay. So you get through, so you were kind of like me and everybody else were, were hefty set, heavier set throughout our teenage years. Mm -hmm. How was that? I mean, how was that going through high school being the bigger person? Because I know how I felt. I know how, you know, I always had this group of people that I always looked at and was just like, man, if it was just, why isn't it that easy? They can mm -hmm. eat whatever they want. But yeah, I look at a burger and I gain 10 pounds. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so how was that for you growing up just throughout since you started pretty much in elementary school, seeing that you were bigger? How, how was that growing up? It was really, really hard. And I, I mean, they say that comparison is a thief of joy and it stole my joy for so, so long oh, yeah. because all of my friends were skinny. Everyone was, I was, you know, like the bigger person in the friend group, which is already mm -hmm. the hard thing. And then on top of that, being in sports, you know, playing soccer, like, yes, I played soccer. I was a forward. I was running the field the whole time, but I was also gasping for my inhaler on the yeah. sideline. Or, you know, we would go to, you know, cheerleading camp and everyone could trade cute little clothes. And I'm like over here with my little stash of clothes. And so it was always really hard, but I always, my friend group, you know, they were really good about including me and never making me feel like an outsider. And I think when you're like the heavier friend, you always try to use yeah. jokes. Uh, it was just really hard. And, you know, I always compared myself to my older sister and how she was like, you know, popular and dance. It's like you're doing the same thing. You have the same friends. If I could go back, I would have, love to own who I was in my skin then. Don't you, um, don't you though? Like that, that's the biggest thing. It's like, if I would have knew now, it's almost 31 years old, man, yeah. I should have just had it in high school and just 
could not care less. Exactly. And it's so funny because I was talking to my mom about this. I said, all the people who made fun of me for being heavier in high school, like, they're bigger than me now. And it's like, yes, yes. you know, let's go to the high school reunion and let's talk about how at the end of the day, how you looked then does not matter because it's, it's how you are as a person. And it's so funny that now they're like, they're the people who are following along on my Instagram saying, Ooh, girl, you're really doing it. And I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) I totally get that. So how was it going in? So you've graduated high school now, you know, you go to college. How was that? How was that time for you? You know, Cause I hear, I interview so many people, so many of our members and it's always like, Oh, you know, you go to college, you gain the freshman 15, you know, all that stuff. Like, how was that for you? Like, were you focused? Like, did you have to where you kept gaining or were you just like, Nope. Yeah. I pretty much maintain, you know, yeah, that makes sense. It does make sense. So college for me was a fresh start. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I'm from Texas. I moved to New York to go to college where I knew nobody at that time. I was really into theater. So I was like, I'm going to go out here and become this huge, Broadway star and then you get there and you don't do any of that stuff but um, but you know it was a fresh start so I'm like okay nobody here knows me Mm -hmm. like I can start over and I felt like it was a little bit of the same not the teasing aspect that definitely went away but it was more so of like my friend group was all skinny girls and you know Halloween comes around and everyone wants to wear the cute costumes and I'm like what can I wear that you know it's kind of cute it was hard because, you know, you have your dining hall food and you're eating it and then you're going out and you're out late. And I'm so sorry, mom, if you're watching this, but you're drinking. So, you know, all those things kind of contribute. And I, I did continue to gain weight in college and it was really hard, especially because I ended up eating a lot of ramen and oatmeal and yeah. popcorn. And so I just kept gaining. I think I kind of had a different college experience. So I moved to New York my freshman year. My grandfather passed away um, my freshman year of college right before our winter finals. So I went back to school for three weeks and then I decided to leave altogether. So um, after that, I kind of moved back to Texas and decided to reevaluate. After a couple of months, I went to culinary school, which like, again, contributes to the weight gain because when you're in culinary school, you have to taste your food and, all, all of these those recipes and desserts. All of the desserts. I mean, we had a whole six weeks on desserts. And so I felt like I tried to get a grasp on it. I would taste the food, you know, just to cook and then everything else. Um, you know, I'd package up if we were able to take it home and just give it to my yeah. family. Um, but I think that's really like when my weight started yeah, to right. really, was in culinary school. It was really, really hard. I probably came out of that like 30 to 40 pounds up yeah. if I would have to guess. It's crazy that, all it seems like everybody including myself including my wife everything is like everybody's stories are so different but yet they're kind of all the same that's how it was like you know i was always the heavier kid when i hit 13 and hit puberty i just started gaining weight and gaining weight and it was just like you know being in high school and you know not looking the best or to people's standards what i should say you know it's just so many stories are all the same and it's just crazy to think that it go, everybody goes through it. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes through it. So now we're getting to, you know, after um, you had your why moment, how did you find out your bites? Because you're saying that you've done like Nutrisystem before, you've done Weight Watcher, mm-hmm. Calorie Count. Like, how was that? How was that with your weight loss journeys before to get to the one that you're on now, the one that you're sticking, the, yours now? I think, like, I tried Weight Watchers for the very first time in high school. My mom had been doing the old program and, 
you know, she said, just try it. And I lost 20 pounds and it was great. But then, I mean, you're in high school, you want to eat and enjoy. I've kind of moved all over. So after culinary school, I worked um, at the Cowboys Stadium for a couple of years. And then I got burnt out really quickly mm-hmm. on that. I lost a lot of weight then. Yeah, I was walking I, up a lot of, up, yeah. but I burnt myself out too quickly. So again, I wanted a fresh start. Me and these fresh starts. I don't know. Girl, I'm um, ready to move to Alabama for a fresh start. <laughs> like I've been there, done that. Don't worry. Yeah. I needed a fresh start, and so I told my parents in November, I think I'm going to move to Arkansas and go back to school, and they were like, okay, when are you planning on going? And I said, okay, I've been accepted. I'm moving in December, the day after Christmas. So um, Arkansas was when I did my whole Nutrisystem transition, and I lost weight, you know, and it was really hard. I lost the weight, but it wasn't sustainable. So again, my weight started to skyrocket, and then I kind of went back to Weight Watchers after that. Weight Watchers has always been like, the holy grail where I always went yeah. back to because everyone was doing it. So I did that and it worked. And then I did Shakeology for a while, but let's be real. I want to eat my food, not mm-hmm. drink it. And so the shakes were delicious, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be able to eat my food. And so I kind of transitioned into Weight Watchers and really found my rhythm um, with my points and everything. And that's when I lost the majority of my weight. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is that we're in a pandemic and people want to save their money. Yeah. And so I realized that one, the community, I kept seeing everybody post about eye track bites. And I'm like, I've looked at it before. I don't know. I don't want to switch again because I'm doing so well with what I'm doing. But I had hit a plateau. And the problem was I knew what the points was for something. And so I wouldn't track. I would just eat it. And in my mind, I would calculate the points. And so eventually that extra little bite is an extra little point. And so I finally made the decision to switch over to iTrack Bites and, and start something new. I wanted, again, a fresh start. And I started with the Better Balance Plan because that yeah, was compatible to what I was doing. And I loved it. Like, I went back to losing weight. Like, some things that I had gained, um, I lost them back. But recently, over the past, like, two weeks, I realized that I was not eating enough calories mm-hmm. for my body and for my goal. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, okay... Of a carrot is zero bites, but how many calories is that? You know, what what does that bite value actually mean? And so I decided to kind of dabble in, in calorie counting. So now I'm doing calorie command mm-hmm. and I love it. The freedom that I feel, um, you know, counting calories opposed to just like tracking my bites every yeah. day is such a huge difference for me because I'm the type of person that gets fixated on the number on the scale. I get fixated on the number of bites that I have for the day. And it becomes so obsessive that, you know, if I don't hit that goal or if I go over it, then I feel terrible and I feel like I've sabotaged my whole day. Yeah. And I think that was the hardest part. So now that I'm doing calorie command, it's like, I'm still eating the same things that I was eating before. Um, yeah. You know, it's, I'm making adding, more sense. it's just making more sense. The numbers are making more sense. And I realized that I was lacking in the protein department. Oh, yeah. And... Once I started, um, you know, eliminating the sugar-free maple syrup or the sugar-free this or that, my sugar cravings are oh, gone. Yeah. You know, I totally get that. Really, really hardcore get that because you know this whole like starting the new year. Me and my wife really have been trying to incorporate a lot more mm-hmm. whole foods now. Before food police come to me, I'm having creamer in my coffee, and it's not whole foods. I understand that, but like we're just like, what are things that we mm-hmm. can switch? make the transitions to, to make it fuller. And you don't realize that, but like take, for instance, how you just said, like your sugar-free syrups, 
I was king of sugar-free syrup on my waffles. You know what I'm saying? So my wife comes home from Costco and she has this 100% pure organic maple syrup. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I taste it. Yes, I don't need a quarter cup rather than how I would my sugar-free exactly. syrup. But then I'm like, but I'm like, oh, good Lord. Quarter cup is 220 calories. That's a lot of bites. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And so yep. it's kind of like, oh, man, I eat that. Mm-hmm. All my bites are gone. But then you look at the calories and you're like, well, I get 1,800 a day or 2,000 a day. It's like, oh, that's good. I can have that more whole food. So I completely get the, the food freedom. And I don't know if you follow Brianna, Deven, and Divine, our, one of our other ambassadors. She just did the iTrack Bites takeover yesterday. And she said, somebody asked why that she has switched to Calorie Command over Carb Conscious with doing her mm-hmm. cuts. Um, and she honestly said it was the kind of like food freedom, if that kind yep. of makes sense, of mm-hmm. not being restricted on a number like that versus calories. So I get that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I did have a shocking moment when I was making my salad the other day. And I'm like, okay, lettuce and carrots and cucumbers, zero bites, zero bites. Yeah. And then I start putting my app and I'm like, 400 calories? Yeah. What? what yeah. Is- yeah. It, it's just so interesting how you really have to have that mindset shift to be able, and not everyone is there. Some people yeah. need to track bites and yeah. you need to start there and you need to see like, I can only have 35 bites plus, you know, 45 weekly. Oh, yeah. You know, that's where I started. But I feel like as I've been evolving through my wellness journey, I'm at the point where like, I don't need to see the number of bites and see that it's so low to make myself feel like I was successful oh, yeah. that day. Now, I'm so successful if I've hit my protein goal. Yeah. If I've you know, done a workout, if I've More. had my gallon of water, those things. More wellness. More wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so let's start with the beginning of your wellness journey with uh, Better Balance or on the other plan. Uh, what made you decide, I'm guessing number one, it was the only thing that was offered at the time when you came back to Weight Watchers, but going from an old lifestyle mm-hmm. to this new lifestyle, how was that for you? How was that transition? You know what I mean? Like we talk about it all the time of being like, nope, whatever's in my cupboards, I'm eating it, mm-hmm. I'm tracking it, I'm going on. Other people are like, nope, throw away all the crap, go grocery shopping. How was that? So when I first started that that transition, the first thing that I did was I got my app out and I started scanning the things that were in my cupboard or that were in my freezer. And if I felt like it was worth it to me to fit into my point slash bites that day, I would keep it and work it in. If I felt like it was too high, I would just get rid of it and I would just throw it away. It didn't matter how much money I spent on it. I had to throw it away. Um, because new start I'm one of those people if I see it I want it I'm gonna binge on it and so I just kind of started over and really tried to see what other people were eating at the time um Mm -hmm. how we're really making their things healthier I kind of took some of my favorite recipes and really started to like make them more low bite slash points and all of that stuff. So that's kind of where I started. It was really easy at first because when I started my journey, I was living alone. Now me and my boyfriend live together and we eat completely like he does not follow any type of plan. And so I thought that would really throw me for a loop, yeah. but it doesn't like he'll have chips and juice and all that kind of, I don't want it. I used to be an orange juice drinker. I couldn't even like think in my mind of wanting to drink orange juice now. It's just those daily decisions that I make, daily, hourly, minute decisions of, is that worth it to me in that moment and where I want to be in my journey? Does that mean I'll never have orange juice again? No, but it's just not something that I crave anymore. 
And if I can't find like a substitute that's lower diets or lower calories, then it's not worth it yeah. to me anymore. I would say like for me, you know, taking for the example of the orange juice, like you're saying, is make that your, I hate saying tree because I don't think we need to treat ourselves mm-hmm. anything. We can have whatever we want. But be like, you know what? But there's some times that I like going through McDonald's and getting a sausage and muffin and a hash brown. Maybe make that time that you go through to be like, okay, I'll have a yeah. small, small orange juice. Still getting yeah. to enjoy it, but knowing that I don't do that every day. That's not who I am. That's not what I do. So living, I'm really picky. And living in Colorado, I haven't really like found a lot of like yeah. outside foods that I enjoy. So it's really oh, forcing yeah. me to cook more because I don't like the Mexican food here. I don't really like a lot of the stuff here. And so I cook all the time, which yeah. is great for me because I'm not, you know, but I still have McDonald's and things like that that I eat. So for me, I really um, kind of like indulge or treat myself when I'm in ho- at home and okay, yeah. visiting my family. That's when I feel like Whataburger, that's my jam or <laughs> get some nachos or going to go get some barbecue. So that's when I really treat myself not saying that I'm like 100% whole foods the rest of the time but I don't really do like any big splurges unless I'm going home to visit my family. That kind of makes sense too. I know that's the one thing that like I keep telling my wife like when we go to we're so used to Indiana and so used to Mm -hmm. our stuff like the funny thing is is in Alabama it's all about Piggly Wiggly is like your grocery store and it's so funny because I'm just like what happens if I don't like that? Exactly. And I'm originally from a small, small town. I think my mom said like her first job was at a Piggly Wiggly or something <laughs> like that. I know all about the Piggly yeah. Wigglies and all, all that it's stuff. Still go- it's still going on. I'm kind of just like, I told my wife, I was like, I really just hope like wherever we're at, like there's a Target somewhere around or something like that. Because like, that's the only thing we need. Like we want a Trader Joe's, we want a Target, we want a Costco. So it's going to be... Needs to be there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. So you enjoy with your culinary with your culinary school. You like cooking at home. So what's kind of a day to day of what 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 are you eating on? You know, from say say what what was it normally on Better Balance, but now that you're on Calorie Command, how is that? You kind of were saying that you kind of eat a lot of the same foods. Are you consistent with like? Are you the type of person like me? Like I could have tuna salad every day for lunch if I wanted to. Or are you like, nope, I like to venture out and make it? I most likely don't eat the same thing every day. Um, I am a person that does not like to meal prep because it sounds good in that moment. And then once I'm supposed to eat it that week, I'm like, I'm about to throw that in the freezer. No, no. That Big Mac salad does not sound good now. (laughs) Typically, I don't eat breakfast. Like, that's just... And it's so funny because in elementary school, I used to beg my parents to get me to school early to have breakfast. Yeah. And now I do less. If it is a morning where I'm working out in the morning, which typically I try to, I try to get up at five in the morning and work out first thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, if it is I'm being real too. <laughs> if it is a morning where I work out, then there is a chance that I will have breakfast, which is normally just like, two pieces of bacon and maybe like one or two scrambled eggs. If I'm feeling froggy, I might throw some hash browns on there, but not really. So that's typically if I were to eat breakfast, what would happen? Um, If I'm not eating breakfast, coffee is my love. So that's going to happen every morning, no matter what. So I make my coffee in the morning. Um, When I was doing bites, my coffee was zero bites. Um, Now that I'm doing calorie command, no, no, no. When I was doing bites, my coffee was one bite um, because I use nut pods. 
in my coffee. Um, now that I'm doing calorie command, in addition to the nut pods, I add a little bit of heavy grain yeah. so it frosts better. So it kind of went up a little bit more. Um, but because I don't eat breakfast, it kind of all comes out in the wash. And then typically for lunch, it really depends. I don't really like leftovers, so I'm not like a leftover for lunch yeah, person. But I, anything from like a salad that I throw together really quickly. I really like to throw together like a rice bowl or just some like brown rice and chicken meatballs and veggies. Oh, that sounds um, good. Chicken meatballs. I'll that. Yeah. So, so good. The Adolph's chicken meatballs, you can get them at Costco. You can get them at the regular grocery store. They're so good. Or if I've made like um, the skinny pizza dough in advance the night before, oh, yeah. I might order like a cow quick zone, cow yeah. zone for lunch and get back on my meeting. So that's typically like my lunch rotation. That's really like what I like to stick with. Every once in a while, I might throw in like a quick quesadilla or tacos, depending on what my schedule looks like. Dinner really changes you know, steak sometimes with, I love potatoes. So I try to eat potatoes every night, but that's not <laughs> the best for me. So um, either like steak or a baked potato and salad. I eat a lot of chicken. I don't eat fish at all. So oh. I'm either eating chicken, boneless, skinless, or um, like ground sirloin and trying to make meals out of that. So that's kind of what I look like. And then if I'm snacking, um, I've moved more towards like fruits, I'll do like a snack plate with turkey pepperoni, like a string cheese and yeah. maybe some pickles or something. But other than that, um, that's kind of where I go. Since I have switched to calorie command and I've been trying to up my calories, I've been doing yogurt bowls. Um, oh, that sounds good. So just like plain Greek yogurt that I mix with the cheesecake sugar-free pudding. Right. So good. Mix it in there. Add some like Lily's dark chocolate, some berries, and something crunchy, whatever you want crunchy. Yeah. And that's been like my go-to like sweet tooth thing going on. But that's really what happened. I'm going to experiment with like adding in like hard-boiled eggs and stuff again to bump up my protein. Yeah. But that's typically like my day-to-day. -day. Really boring foods. <laughs> you working from home or are you at an office somewhere off-site or, um, or on-site as well? Yeah, so I'm working from home. We've actually been working from home since uh, March. And so last March, right when everything happened, and our company actually decided to go remote forever. No. So <laughs> I will be at home for forever. That's the, the good thing about being a super small tech startup with like less than 20 employees. Really easy to make that decision. And so that has also helped me on my journey is working. I was going was that? Was, it's either a good thing or a bad thing. I, I kind of get both from every side of like, no, I, you know, like Paul, Paul's a para, para professional, <laughs> something with school. <laughs> so his is, you know, he goes, to, he's at school and he, you know, helps the kids and all that stuff. So he's constantly walking where you're at home and he's like sitting in front of a computer. I totally just chop that, whatever he is, <laughs> whatever he is up. But no, I totally get that. Or people are like, no, I focus. Like I get to be able to work at home. I get to work out because I know it's there. I'm good with my meals, you know? Yeah, it's exactly like that. And at first I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Like where my desk is, my kitchen is right there, right next to it. And so yeah. I think, you know, I can reach out and grab my snacks, but I don't really think about that. And like you said, I can work out. So if I miss my morning workout, once I finish all my morning meetings, sometimes I might throw on my workout clothes walk over to my living room, do a quick workout, and then get right back to it. Yeah. Um, in the office, we would always go for coffee. We would always have something catered in, burritos, tacos. 
my CEO knew that I loved candy. So I would come to my desk and there would be like piles of candy that he would get for me. And so now that I don't have that, it's easy because the kitchen for us at work was, you know, the place where we would all get together and talk and cook and eat. And we had like wine in our own. This shows you that we are a small tech startup. We have wine and things like that. And so a lot of like triggers to eat all of the time. And so it's helped me so much to be able to work from home because I don't really snack during the day. I have my water next to me at all times that I'm chugging and that kind of keeps me, you know, satisfied throughout my meals or um, if I'm not eating a snack. So it hasn't really hurt me to come home and and eat a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk about exercising because you post a lot about that you do exercise. What's that routine look like for you? Yeah, so I do, I have the Beachbody Uh On Demand app on my TV. And right now I'm working my way through their morning meltdown 100 program, which is like, I love it because although I was very athletic growing up, once I got to my senior year of high school, I hurt, you know, I hurt my knee in soccer. I hurt my knee in dance and cheerleading. And so I I can't be out doing all this running and jumping and all that stuff. And so I love this program one, because the exercises are anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. And I feel like you are really, really busy. 20 to 30 minutes, I can do that. Like it's super quick. You don't need a lot of equipment, some dumbbells, and that's it, um, and a mat. And so that was the first thing that really drew me to that program. Also, they have a beginner, intermediate, and advanced. So there's always a modifier doing beginning moves. I've been trying to finish this program since August of 2019 is when I started, and it's only 100 workouts. But I stopped for like a long time and got discouraged. And I was like, I don't want to work out anymore. And so I started the program over again. And now I'm on day like 78. So I'm almost to almost 100. Done. I'm almost done. But I love that it is so short. And sometimes if I'm feeling really good, I'll, I'll combine, you know, two days together and, and keep it moving. You know, outside of that, I, I love kind of like dancing and things like that. So I also do the little Dance Fitness with Jessica app. I know some people like Zumba. This is more of like a hip hop type thing. Yeah. And so workouts are about an hour and typically I'll burn like 800 calories if I do her full hour. Yeah. But sometimes I just wrap it up, you know, 20, 30 minutes just to get my, you know, my heart rate oh, going. Right. And I really try to get in at least 20 to 30 minutes of exercise at least five days a week kind of what I aim for. And it doesn't have to be anything too crazy. Like I know some people lose weight without working out mm-hmm. at all, but for me, and I can't believe I'm saying this because it was never that for me. Working out has been such a stress reliever. When I'm feeling anxious or really stressed, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, workout clothes, pre-workout, let's go. Sure. And afterwards, I'm like, I feel like I could take on anything. And so that's kind of been my only thing I've been doing for workouts. If I'm home in Texas, sometimes um, me and my mom will like go for a walk around her neighborhood. But with the altitude in Colorado, I'm not trying to do all that walking out. That's not, <laughs> no, totally good. Um, so speaking of your mom, how has, so you were saying before that like every time you guys tried to do it, you were always doing it as a group. So of course this time around, the last time you are like, no, I'm doing it for myself, but your family kind of got on board. Like how was that knowing that, wow, I'm actually Sticking with it, doing this program, it's a new lifestyle for me, not just tracking bikes. Mm-hmm. I'm showing my family that I'm doing it and being successful. How is that? Like, were they right away, like, coming on board? How was your mom, you know, how is that? Because I've seen the picture, like, when we were talking last night, like, how did I find you? Like, 
I seen the photo of you and your mom and I was just like, I love that. Yeah. When I first decided that I was going to do this for me and I didn't care about bringing anyone else along, you know, my mom was hurt a little bit. I will say that moms are always your number one supporter and you know, that's my best friend. And so she was really like, are you really going to do this without me? And I said, yeah. I need to do this for me. And so she kind of let me thing. I was never one to take like a lot of photos of myself before. And that was just, you know, my self-conscious brain. And so there was one photo that, you know, if you're looking at my Instagram, you'll see me use it a lot. Cause that's really like, that was kind of my, you know, my marker photo. And then um, when I started losing weight, my mom really said, oh my gosh, look at the difference between your face in this photo and this photo, because I didn't see it myself. I'm like, I've been doing this for forever. The scale says I'm down this amount of pounds. Where? I don't see it. Yeah. And so, so she showed me the photo and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I have lost a lot of weight. And at that point she was like, okay, I see you being so successful. It's time, you know, for me and dad to do it. So next it was her and my dad kind of joining on. You know, shortly after we lost my aunt, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. you know, keeps creeping up, but you know, now it's time for us to get healthy together. And so they started doing it and they have been very successful. I think my mom has also lost wow. like almost 40 pounds. My dad is almost 30 pounds or something like that. And then my uncle, my mom's brother was like, okay, you're doing it. Y'all are doing it. Time for me. And now my older sister is kind of getting on the bandwagon. And um, my mom, we do like a lot of photos together. So she always likes if I do like comparison photos with yeah. her and she's like, oh, goodness, I have lost a lot of weight. And so it's really fun that now I have someone to talk to about it and she'll call me and say, what are you cooking tonight? And I'll say this. She's like, me too. Go ahead. Go, I have to go to the store. Wow. I'm going to make that. So it's really exciting. She actually switched to eye track really? bites today. So I'm really, awesome. really excited that she's going to be doing eye track bites. Um, so we can, you know, kind of now yeah. be on the same thing all together. Oh, that's awesome because you can actually, when you create a recipe on our app, you can actually share it. And if you click share it to social, you can send it as a text message to your mom. And that way your mom would have everything for it. Yeah. She said, I love that I can look on the meal plans. And if I click on it, it has my whole grocery list. I don't have to write yep, anything yep. down. So she's calling me all day about how she loves the app and how she's like, that's, I'm so excited. And That's so cool. I love when families kind of stick together like that. Like I said, it's me and my wife and then my sister is on board also. Um, and we've been doing nitro bites for a while for, well, I've been since the end of 2018 and you know, it, it's a fabulous company. It's a fabulous weight loss program. There's so many of mm -hmm. them and that's the greatest thing about it. And our community has grown so much. If I could tell you how it was back in 2018 to how it is now, it's totally different, yeah. totally different, but I'm so happy that your mom joined on today and the rest of your family. That's so awesome. So where, where are you going now? You're down 40-something pounds, which, by the way, congratulations, because that is a huge, huge thing. Because I want you to know that even though you're only down 40-something pounds, like that before and after photo of you, I know which one you're talking about, there's mm -hmm. a difference that is just like, yes, like that is motivation to keep going. Yeah, so I've really been, right now, I'm just really chasing down 50 pounds, like, it's so close. I can, I can taste it. And I wish I would have started tracking sooner because there was a point before I started tracking on any program that I just kind of, I stopped drinking sodas and I stopped doing things like that. So I know I lost weight during that period. And so it's like, oh man, I, you know, I really want to count that, but I'm really happy with, 
you know, the, the trigger that started my yeah. journey. Um, but for me is really like 50 pounds. I, that's my first goal. Finishing this MM 100 workout program. That is my huge thing. Like I want to hit 100 on that workout plan and really just like fill a sense of accomplishment and then maybe start it over and see if yeah. I can go start and finish yeah. all 100 days. Since, you know, when I started the program, like I said, they have a beginning modifier and I only followed her, mm -hmm. nobody else. And so then I started, you know, let me dabble into the intermediate. Yeah. You're not my thing. I don't know why jumping towards the ground, <laughs> like why, <laughs> why? But, you know, I started following the, you know, the intermediate modifier and like, I'm almost to those burpees. So, yeah. that, you know, that's my next goal. And just really like continuing to just share my journey on my Instagram. It's been, I feel like I'm opening up more through my Instagram. I'm not still where I want to be with my confidence, but I've started to share more and more. Like now I'm showing, um, you know, my workout clothes and I'm not afraid to not have like a whole baggy shirt on over yeah leggings and things like that yeah, so yeah. so really like opening up more on my instagram is kind of where i'm thinking about going more at one point in my life i was an english major and so my mom has really been leading me to start a blog you should, and really you notice on instagram i've seen it from jasmine star it's a new feature or something to where it's like a blog post you can do it on your feed now i will, I will send that to you i'll find the IGTV that she did. I just seen it a couple of days ago because I was like, holy smokes. It's literally yeah. like a blog post. It's like where when you go on your feed, you'll see like your feed, then you'll see your IGTV or your reels, and then there's another one, and that's actually like a blog post. I'll send that to you because that'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to read it. Whatever you do, I would love it. Thank you. Yeah, so that's kind of my next step is really getting my journey out, and I feel like that will release a huge weight off of my shoulders to just get it out because I feel like everyone wants someone that they can relate to. And I have found that in this community of people who kind of share my same stories. Like you said, we're all different, but our stories seem to intertwine. And so I really want to get that out there and just kind of see how I can continue to grow my community and really, and really just share my journey. It's been so much fun and once I hit 50 pounds and I, you know, I'm going to start chasing, I, I, I can't do small goals. So after I hit 50, I'm going to be chasing a hundred and we're yeah. just going to go. So. No, that is awesome. First of all, the confidence that you have, I'm just saying you do have confidence and mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, you just, you keep going on Instagram. You keep showing everybody every day that you show up because you not only realize that when you show up, that you show up for yourself every day of knowing that, hey, I'm using this to know that when I say something on Instagram or I say something on my stories, I'm meaning it and I'm making myself accountable. But you're showing up for all of your followers on there that are truly inspired by you. And that's how it is. It's like I all the time go on our iTrekBytes hashtags. That's what I do. And I find people's stories. And it's just like they're so inspiring that I will find. Do I wish 100% that there was more men on Instagram that do I trick bites? Absolutely. But there's still inspiration that comes from women, even in a men's perspective, on weight loss. So that mm. is awesome. And I just want to congratulate you on your 40-something pounds down because that is a huge accomplishment. Um, and just knowing that as long as you don't get up and you get to the goal sometime, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Not how so, you start, it's how you finish. That is right. So we're going into probably the last, last stage of the live. So... I really, there's two questions I always ask my uh, members that are our members that I interview. And number one is like, 
what do you wish that you knew from the very beginning, like that you wish you knew now? You know what I mean? Like you know it now. What do you wish in your health and wellness journey that you that you know? Oh man, that's a tough one. I just wish that I knew, and this is gonna probably sound cliche. I don't know, but I just wish I knew how I would feel now when I started because if I knew that I could have this feeling from, you know, 43 pound weight loss or even a five pound weight loss, if I knew that then, then I would be so encouraged to keep going and to keep showing up for myself and, you know, to know that I know what it feels like to quit. And now I know the feeling of what it's like to not give up on myself. And so if I knew that then, I think I would have been unstoppable in the beginning of the journey. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah, because you don't really realize that every mm-hmm. pound is a pound, you know, and how exciting were you when you first hit the five pound mark? Like, I remember that. It's kind of like, wow, this is working. And then you get to 10 pounds and you're like, man, this is working. I got it. it and it, it was like, oh, five pounds, like five pounds to me felt like 50. It was it was yeah. the first thing. OK, you have showed up for yourself enough that you've hit five pounds. And then 10 pounds, I was like, ooh, Monica, you're doing it. 15, all right, girl. 20, you know, the clothes start getting a little bit looser and you're like, ooh, should I go buy some new clothes? Not yet, let's keep going. You know, it's such a good feeling just like even, and now the other day, which is so funny because I used to hate anything that was like under a five pound loss, four pound loss. The other day I posted that I lost 0.6 and I was like, woo, 0.6, yeah. yes. Like anything it's like getting me closer to my goal and yeah. I, I'll take it. I will take it. And it's just like ugh, such a good feeling just to keep seeing the scale go down. But I'm not even really focused as much as the number on the scale anymore. I love the way that my clothes fit now. And I love like going to the store and not having to ask them what the biggest size yeah. is. We just did a 50th birthday party for my mom and I went shopping with my sister and I like grabbed the sizes that I would normally grab. And then we get in the dressing room and she's like, too big, too big, too big. And I'm like, okay. That is awesome. That is awesome. So what is my final question that I always ask people is, you know, we have a couple hundred people that watch it every night on the live, but this thing gets, gets viewed at least 30,000 times. And so there's going to be that one person that's like, oh, I start by like meeting, interviewing Monica. What's this? And they're going to watch this and they're going to be messaging, being like, wow, she inspired me for this. What is something you want to tell those people that are thinking of starting their journey? Yeah. So I would say the number one thing, and this has kind of been like my mantra lately. So number one is starve your fears and feed your focus. So if you are like fearful of working out, fearful of like getting rid of that soda, Start starving those fears, like feed, focus in on the things that you can control. You like soda, zero sugar is out there. You, you want something, you know, sweet, smart sweets is out there. Lily's out there. Like focus on the things that you can focus and focus on. And you don't have to do everything at once. Like you don't have to go from, you know, you're eating all of this stuff that is deemed bad for you to all of a sudden you're living this healthy lifestyle because it's not sustainable. If you throw out all chips and everything and you only focus on fruits and vegetables it's not going to work because you really have to do the you know the process gradually so that's my first thing starve your fears feed your focus after that like really dive into what your why is because i feel like if your why cannot be bigger than your why not 
and you don't know why you don't want to be in that same state of mind anymore, that physical presence or anything, then you're not going to be able to go very far on your journey because you're just chasing after what everyone else is doing. And you really have to focus in on to like why you were doing it for yourself. So I think that is super important. And that was really the level when my mind shifted and I really like kicked my wellness journey into gear. And then like the third thing is like find a, a community, find a yeah. group. I think the biggest thing is like people don't know where to start with their food and they're like, well, I like pizza. There are so many two ingredient dough pizzas out there or different that things are good. like that. that are good. You don't have to eat cauliflower crust pizza if you don't like cauliflower crust pizza. Two ingredient dough works just yeah. as well if you know how to make it. So finding that community and really like finding your group that's going to cheer you on on your bad days and cheer even louder on your good days, yes. I think is important. And not being afraid to like start your own Instagram. Like if you're like me and you don't want your personal friends and family to like follow along with your journey at the beginning, then start a separate Instagram. You're going to start at zero followers. I did. It's not about the followers. It's about the journey and, right. and start, you know, posting yourself because when you see yourself showing up for yourself every day, then like that's what's going to get you further on your journey. And like I said, when you kind of build a community, like my, my little cousin, she started doing the old program that I was on. And like I said, we're from a small town. And so they don't have like smart sweets. And, and she's like, I want to try them. I want lower, you know, bite options for myself. So what did I do? I went out to the store today and all the stuff that she sees me eating, I picked it up for her and she's going to be getting a care package. You know, oh, that's just, love that. that's just kind of like part of building your community and finding yeah. the people there for you and I think if you kind of have those three things then everything else will slowly start into place your workouts will come your your food you know freedom will come your confidence will come but as long as you can kind of focus on those three pillars then you got it that is good like blog it right. <laughs> no that is awesome Monica thank you so much for joining us tonight this was awesome talking about your journey seeing where you were where you are now and where you're going to be in the future like how can we find you on social media? Yeah, so I only post about my wellness journey on my Instagram. My Facebook, it's still, I never post on there. So you can find me on Facebook, but I don't really post on there. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is um, Monica underscore Alexandra underscore okay. journey, which is actually funny because I did one of the, I tried to be cool, like the cool kids and do like an Instagram poll of who knew me. And one of the questions was like, what is my middle name, Alexandra or Michelle? And everyone started picking Alexander. And I'm like, how do these people know this? And someone messaged me and was like, I got the question wrong. And I feel dumb because your middle name is in your handle. And I was like, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. People call me Clyde all the time. Clyde is my middle name. And also mm -hmm. people think that Clyde is my last name because I go by Jordan Clyde. That's what I've always mm -hmm. said on social media. So they don't really know what my last name is. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people, either they either call me Clyde or they go, hey, Jordan Clyde. And I'm like, nope, it's not my last name. but Good. <laughs> no, no, I totally get that. So that is awesome. Monica, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm very glad that we got to witness your journey and see where, like I said, where you were, where you are now, and where you're going to go. Thank you for the handle on Instagram. Everybody go give her a follow. Thank you for joining us tonight. This was just awesome. And thank you on such short notice yeah. for being here tonight. Um, and yeah, anything else you want to say before we sign off? I think so. This has been fun. I'm, I'm excited we got to chat. I'm like you. I feel like I've been stir crazy yeah. all along. It's been fun to just kind of uh, talk about everything and seeing everyone leave such encouraging words in the 
in the comments is always so nice. So thank you for having me. Yes, you are very welcome.